Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla, and we're so happy to have you here with us. But before we get into the word, we're going to take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for the beautiful weather that you've blessed us with, Lord. We thank you for the plants and animals we get to enjoy, the laughter that we have in our lives in your presence, Lord. We thank you for the healing that you brought to us, Lord, the restoration and the redemption through your son, Jesus Christ, and the work that he did on Calvary, Lord, and we Just thank you for who you are, your nature and your character and your heart, Lord. And we ask that you'll continue to develop that inside of us, Lord, so that we're pleasing in your sight and we're able to stand before you pure, blameless, holy, without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. And we just thank you for those things, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. So glad to have you with us as we get into the word and continue our study in 1 Thessalonians. This morning we're moving forward in chapter 4, and we'll be covering verses 13 through 18. So um, with that, can I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, honey, honey. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. All right. The floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, honey, honey. Amen. So I I really enjoyed this. Um, And, you know, I've read this section of scripture before and, you know, certain words did not jump out to me that jumped out today. Okay. And, you know, for me, I always assumed that the Apostle Paul just knew, like this is common knowledge of what the rapture, what we, we come to call it in, mm-hmm. as you say, Christendom. Christendom. <laughs> How do you say that? <laughs> um, uh, as believers, we, we commonly call it the rapture. I always thought he just somehow knew this. And now reading it, I see it was revelation from the Holy Spirit. It was a word of the Lord, a prophetic word that came to him of what to tell them and the Lord giving him a, you know, a glimpse and a picture of what to expect moving forward. So I thought that was really encouraging because when you are looking at the word of God and, you know, we're thousands of years later from when this word was inspired by Holy Spirit. And we've already kind of talked about how people are like, oh, the word of God is outdated. The Bible's outdated, la, la, la. But no, God is always, always 
ever present. His word is always in tune. It's always on point. It's always applicable. It's always ready and well-prepared to, and has covered situations long before they even arise. So what I see here is that the Lord was ministering to the apostle Paul. I mean, just another confirmation of what I've, the Lord has shown me is that his life as a believer is not different than my life as a believer. Yes. I might live here, you know, in, in Texas, in America, in, you know, 2024, but he lived, you know, whenever his time period was, and he was in traveling around Jerusalem and, um, you know, the earlier parts of the world and Greece Mm -hmm. and all that other kind of stuff. But it's the same. I need a word from the Lord to describe to me what to expect, you Mm -hmm. know, moving forward. And when I'm looking for the Lord to minister through me to encourage or edify or admonish others, uh, you know, I need a word from the Lord. I may not understand everything and he is no different. So the Lord is truly no respecter of persons. And also the pattern that the Lord set, what he did is right. It's good. It's enough. And we can have full hope, full confidence, and be fully persuaded that he is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. His word is sufficient. And we are not lacking anything in 2024 that they had, you know, and scriptural times are like the time that the Bible was literally being inspired. So I just was really encouraged by that. And then I appreciate the Lord, um, you know, the excitement when I read about the, the return of our Lord and Savior is something that I'm greatly looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me go, yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. I'm excited. No longer am I that person that was practicing, Lord, forgive me so that I could try to make it before the trumpet blew (laughs) when I saw the clouds changing or, you know, trying to get my sinful self back over on the right side of eternity before the rapture happened. Um, You know, looking at it from the last minute, I'm no longer that person. So now this day that he's describing here that the Holy Spirit gave him insight and revelation about is a day that I'm looking forward to. And then just the you know, I always imagined that it would be something really quick because it references the twinkling of an eye. But then as I was sitting here this time rereading this, the Holy Spirit was just bringing another thought that I hadn't considered to my mind. Why would he want everything to disappear in just a moment? And then the people who do not go with the Lord to continue on, what's the point of that? I think it's going to be something that everybody gets to gawk at at this point because there was something that the Lord was sharing with me that it's going to be longer than just a twinkling of an eye, but the appearing of it, like today's the day that's a twinkling of an eye, but not us just vanishing off the earth and all that stuff. Not that God can't do it instantly, but what's the, what's the purpose of that? How would an unbeliever know that they missed the boat? And and for us, because we are in time and Lord is outside of time, it may appear as in the blink of an eye or twinkling of an eye. Mm -hmm. Clearly by this, it is not. There's a procession and trumpets and I mean. Absolutely. It's a, pro- a processional. <laughs> it's a process. Yes. Like, just like you said, and it's just like glorious. It is just like leaping in mm-hmm. my heart. Like, yes, and we're all going to see it. We're going to see him appear. We're going to get to look at him and watch, get watch the dead in Christ rise first Amen. and the, the scene that that will be. And then wait for our, all right, it's your turn. And we're going to meet him in the air. That is so exciting. And, you know. I think part of the understanding that you miss the Lord is that it will be evident to everybody that is they're floating, but I'm sitting here on the ground. Oh man, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of moment. Not that I'm relishing in that, but just to see the, the, well, that's why we encourage everyone to make your choice for the Lord 
today. Get in, get right in now. now, get in while it's early. And, um, you know, just seeing the Lord also reward us with that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Everything that God does is significant. And, you know, just to be rewarded with the opportunity to see that, that precious moment, those precious moments and experience with him, just something that is super exciting to me. And I love it. <laughs> so. Amen. There's um, something interesting that the Lord was showing me about this as well, concerning like the the dead um, rising and meeting the Lord also. Um, Reading some of the scripture and the places that we've been in our our morning Bible study, especially following the life of Paul as of recently, you know, the Jews and some of the ones that were coming to the Lord and believing on him were concerned about dying. What was going to happen to them? Was that the end of all, you know, the end of, everything once you put off your tent body is at the end there's no more after that and hearing and watching the holy spirit inspire paul to give this message to the thessalonians and for us today to know that once you put off your tent and if you are in fact saved that's not the end of it and the lord isn't just going to leave you and desert you as many people feared that he would he meant it when he said he would never leave us or forsake us that meant now while we have a a dirt sack on and in eternity when said dirt sack is back where it came from the dirt and we are in our glorified state. So it's encouraging to see the Lord continuing to let's say comfort us mm-hmm. concerning this thing that it's, it's not the end. And um, soon when, after this, this epistle was written, Paul would be killed. He would be murdered and he'd put off his, his natural tent and go, um, be in the presence of the Lord, but to know that the work that we do isn't in vain. Either way, you slice it, dice it, roll it, bake it, cut it. It still counts, and it's as you said, Mommy, still precious in the eyes of the Lord, and He's reward, willing, and able, and going to reward us for the good things that we've done for Him that remain when when the time for trying works has come and it mm-hmm. and it's fulfilled. So it's it's just nice to see and to hear that 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 word of comfort to know that, okay, there's still, there's a point to this aside mm-hmm. from just being able to say you, you did something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's saying to them, don't feel like you've already missed it. I've had that thought. Like when I finally came to the Lord, what if I already missed it? I mean, the twinkling of an eye, I've driven by the same sign on the street, you know, day after day. And, and <laughs> 10 years later, I realized, Hey, there's a billboard there. <laughs> I mean, I've done that before. <laughs> Was that always there? And ask that question. And so I, I thought, did I miss it? And I was concerned about that, especially when I really got serious about my relationship with the Lord and began to pursue him. And then the Lord was like, yeah, no, you're fine. (laughs) All is well. Keep going. Um, I think that's something that is tremendous just to understand about the Lord as well. You didn't miss it and that God is faithful. Layla, you mentioned relief. And the Lord was also talking to me about how Paul is also telling the people to ultimately relax about what's happening, as in concerning their loved ones who died inside of Christ. Christ, Paul is also comforting them and showing them that they're not lost forever. And also, Ma, you brought up, ultimately, Ma, you're also talking about the joy of being able to meet the lord inside of the skies and we it's also here to show us that our pleasure should be inside of god mm-hmm. not inside of the people or anybody else that's 
or anything else that is around us, but should be inside of God who gives everything. Mm-hmm. And going to Hebrews 11, actually, it talks about how that ultimately that God made everything. And because I believe it says, and everything that was seen was made by which was not seen. Mm-hmm. And we can see here that Paul is also telling them to put their faith, faith inside of God. Mm-hmm. If we do not have our faith completely in God, and if we're worrying about our loved ones or those things that we value, God has no room to move for us because we're too busy occupying it with faith. And God cannot actually save us both in the rapture and inside of the situation if we're too busy worried about what he's going to do or if he's going to provide. Mm-hmm. Amen. Do you have any other thoughts? No. Oh, okay. Amen. And so something uh, something else that occurred to me is that um, Thessalonica is in a place where they off they engaged in pagan worship, mm-hmm. and um, because of that, in a lot of these, um, and and this was from a, like a polytheistic area, they were worshiping the God of this, the God of that, the God of the other, and, you know, all these different things. And so they also believed in, in like, um, Greek mythology and things of that nature. They believed in, um, Hades and, and the river of sticks and, you know, that kind of thing. But then coming into Christ, having the truth versus the lie that they were going, well, how do you handle all of this? Well, what, what happens when you die? Right. And, and a, a variety of, those false religions, either it's nothing, you just go into the ground and you're buried and then, you know, whatever you did on earth, it doesn't matter. It's wasted or, you know, it's neither here nor there. Um, and, you know, they often follow on with that. You might as well enjoy yourself now. So sin, sin all you want to now because you're just going to go on the ground and die. Complete um, opposition to the Lord and his word. Absolutely. Or they thought that they would have to be purchased back from people, um, from from Hades if you Mm -hmm. will, from Satan. And they didn't call him Satan. It was, you know, something else. Hades was the name of the place. Whatever whatever false um, deity that they were following, there was never real freedom in it. And Mm -hmm. so here the Lord is going, no, 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 don't worry. This is the right track, and you're on the right path in Christ Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and all this is addressed. And what he offers is the true, the true and the living what everything else has offered, everyone else offers, although the world and these false religions, that's the lie. So don't even consider that. And also don't try to bring those paganistic ideas into true relationship with the Lord because they have no place. There's no fellowship or communion between them. So in verse 13, uh, where it says, it says, but I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep lest you sorrow as others who have no no hope. So these false religions, this um, polytheistic, polytheistic worship that was happening around them, they had no hope. There is no hope outside of Christ Jesus, but it was a notorious part of their religious practice that there was no follow-on hope of anything. Uh Right? But in Christ, now we have all the hope. We have a confident expectation. So just I appreciate the the Lord ministering through the Apostle Paul here to even address and take into account the culture that they grew up in. And 
even though that they're converted and they're learning things about the father still being able to combat and address those things so that they are able not just to be emptied of one thing, right? And and yes, everything mommy. is swept clean and put in order, but it's filled up now with the presence of the Lord and the truth of the word of God and the truth of God's heart for them as well, because that's for humans. That's a really big thing. I can understand facts, but I need to know how you feel about me. Like, do you love me, Lord? What are your thoughts about me? Because that attends to a different part of our being than just looking at facts or uh, rules and regulations and laws. So that's the heart of us. <laughs> Amen. You know, there's, a, there's another interesting thing here is not just talking about while many would say the rapture, right? Mm-hmm. There's also yes. dealing with the, if you will, towards the end when you get to Armageddon, right? So that so we could, and I bring this up because we're talking about <laughs> warfare, right? Armageddon, yes. Yeah, well, Amen. right, but that's, what, <laughs> that's okay. From from the area of Megiddo, right? The Megiddo mm-hmm. Valley, mm-hmm. and so um, which is where where that comes from, Armageddon, right? Mm-hmm. The whole so just so we have an understanding, mm-hmm. right? But it's important because the Lord led us to, to to look at Thessalonians because he's talking about standing. So here we are in, in getting towards the end of First Thessalonians, and the Lord, through the Apostle Paul, reveals revelation about, hey, th- this is the final battle, if you will. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, and the Lord coming and returned, and, and now he's coming as... People wanted him or expected him to come when the first time the, when he mm-hmm. came the first time, although mm-hmm. he was on a mission, right? And and that mission was to redeem mankind, right? But he absolutely yes. came as as in a valor, he still as a warrior. Yes, it just looked different than the natural mind wanted it to look because mm-hmm. the natural mind's perspective was all catered to revenge and fleshly desire under the the guise of being spiritual. Right. And and, just, and unfortunately there are some that have still hold this or that view concerning this event. Where yes, no, the Lord is coming as a mighty warrior, as a conqueror, right? And mm-hmm. to free his people again, right? He redeemed us, so he purchased us. And now he's coming to bring justice. <laughs> right? And righteousness an even greater measure on the earth, right? Against those that have been in opposition to him. And as we have been speaking here through his people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also directly against the Lord. So so understanding that. And then look, you're fighting. You're fighting the good fight. You're standing. You're standing firm in your faith. Continue, right? He's, in, he's encouraging and exhorting them. And then saying, look, it, it's not in vain, you mm-hmm. also get to, if you will, enter in with the Lord on that final battle. So, so there's an encouragement for us. Like, th- you know, there's a, an aspect of practicing, <laughs> right? Like, the, mm-hmm. you're training for the main event, right? Let's prove and demonstrate yourself as a warrior for the Lord, right? And they, in order to be at, on this side of the rapture, you have had to endure and Amen. stand. Leading up to it, leading up to that, you know, my exactly. my, menta- my mentality of Lord, forgive me as fast as I can, as soon as I can, <laughs> when I realize something is happening, is not sufficient. I would have I would have been in Sheol 
Because you would but well, you there's no way you could have wielded any weapons or anything. I, right. I, I, I would not have qualified to be on the exactly. side of the rapture to meet him in the air. So there's also a message in that. Keep standing. Amen. Because in order to be at this place, you have to have endured. That's what he said to the churches in Revelation. Amen. So there's, uh, if you will, you take it as a warning, but... Encouragement. It, it, yes. So some can take it as a warning, but for others, it's going to be an encouragement. Continue to press on. Continue mm-hmm. to stand in faith with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, we're going to pause there for today. So can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for the word of encouragement and correction that you've spoken to us, Lord. We thank you for the time that you've taken to make sure we understand what you are asking us to do, Lord, and taking the time to train us and to equip us, Lord, so that we're able to stand and not just barely stand, but to triumph and overcome, Lord, and be victorious in you. We thank you for our partners and listeners, Lord. We thank you that you're blessing them, that you are causing them to excel, that you're putting them on top, Lord, and that they are doing everything that you've asked them to do, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.